This is episode 85 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your hosts, Tim Bowen. For the first time in like two years, you kind of have something on me here, so you're going to milk it for as much as you can. And Steven Johnson. Don't beg to me. Beg to your team members who you've let down. Beg well, to them. Today is another episode in our paper trading challenge series. There are three contestants left, but by the end of today's episode, there will only be two. So who's going home? Will it be Jude? All of a sudden, it became easy to be profitable because I was actually doing everything that I should have been doing for the last year. Or Chris? Once I'm short and I cover and I see it start to approach VWAP, to then switch and go long on it. Or Liz? I really love scalping. Like, what yeah. I really like is a stock that moves between a certain range really slowly and just bounces. Find out on today's episode. But first... How about we dip into the listener mailbag? Today's question comes from Adam. Before making your first trade, what is the most important thing you need to keep in mind? So, uh, a, a good question, but, uh, you know, it's a, it is a little vague, and, and the caller is asking, you know, what is the number one thing to know before entering a trade? And um, I'm going to kind of keep, I'm going to make two points and then I kind of get, give it over to Steven and maybe he can remember, you know, a couple years ago before he made his first trade. But, um, to me, if I got to answer in one phrase, which is kind of what this, this caller is asking, the number one thing to know before entering a trade, and it may sound simplistic, but why am I trading this stock? And that should be in your plan. That should be in your thought process, but you should be able to say to yourself, this is why I'm entering this. And is it because I got an email? Is it because I was in a chat room? Is it because I saw it on Twitter? Or is it because of A, B, C, D, E, all these things that make this a good trade? And if, it, if, you're, in, if you're buying this thing just because you saw it on Twitter, don't enter that trade. So know why you're trading it. And make sure it's not just because you want action or you want to make a quick buck or all these other things that get new traders in trouble. Yeah, and and to say it in a few sentences, what I would say is the number one thing that you should take into account before making a trade is that there are a number of variables that you must consider. I'm going to wrap it up. And by that, I mean, before you ever take a trade, you must know what the catalyst is, know what the float is, know what the volume is, know what the long-term chart history is, know what the pre-market action's been, and you need to basically make a rough calculation as to whether you're getting at a good price or not based on all these and, variables. And remember, your your process may be flawed. You know, you know, you you may if you're a new trader, you might you might hear all those things Stephen just said, and you'll be like, well, how do I put these together? But you got to be working on that process. You can't be just buying this stock or short. You know, you're not. You can't just short this stock because you're like, oh, it's up 150. percent It's got to come down. Well, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, and and just maybe one other thing to add. Like, it's so difficult to look at six variables and work them out when you don't have a clue what any of the what weight you should give to any of the variables. And when you actually look at the chart and the news and the catalyst, you don't know what weight you should give to any of those individual elements. The only way you get better at it is by completing the formula over and over and over and over and over again. And then you see how the stock reacts over and over and over and over again. And eventually you learn what weight to give to each one at certain times and what value each kind of catalyst has 
volume has and, and etc. Thanks, Adam. And if any of you out there would like your voice to appear on the podcast, record a question like this, email it to us at admin at steadytrade.com, and if we use it, we'll send you a Steady Trade mystery box. But today, we have a different kind of mystery. Which of our three finalists is going home? Let's jump right in to find out. Welcome back to the Steady Trade podcast. This is the Stocks to Trade Paper Trading Competicional. And uh, it's been it's been a fantastic run. We've had some ups and downs. We've had some intense training sessions, and we've also had some training sessions that just didn't happen at all. <laughs> uh, we've, there is certainly a lot to learn for everyone from this experience. So I don't know if you've got any comments, Tim. I'm I'm grateful to be here, and uh, I'm, I've got a new happiness program that I've rolled out. I just think of things that I'm happy about today, and one of the three things that I'm happy about is one is Jude's teeth and hair in the light, and two is being with you, and three is having two team members left. So they're, they're my three grateful things I've, I've decided to start doing since I had a mental breakdown. But uh, how, how have you been, Tim? So uh, good, good, good. Been super busy. I mean, DJ has been killing it through the entire competition. Um, he's my last remaining team member, and, uh, you know, very, very limited coaching. I mean, I mean he came in with a lot of experience and has, has crushed it month after month after month. And, uh, you know, I've, I've given him pretty, pretty limited, uh, guidance because if anything, can I, can I just, can I just interject there? And can I just ask, do you feel that your lack of attention to your team has resulted in me being the stronger contender with the most team members right now? Mm. Do, 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 do you accept responsibility for being in the bad position you're in right now? And the and the younger unexpected successor to absolute dom- dominate here in terms of two to one members. I, I would I, I would take, say take sure, responsibility. Sure, do, because would you like to make a public apology. Do you want to say a public apology right now? Actually, I think I did that in one of the previous episodes, but I will do it again because I know I, I realize that for the first time in like two years, you kind of have something on me here. So you're going to milk it for as much <laughs> as you can. I expect to hear about this next week, next month, next year, next decade. So, I, I mean, I'll give you your glory. I'll give you, give you this, and I will, I will, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. cower before you and beg for forgiveness. Absolutely. Please. I mean, don't don't beg to me. Beg to your team members who you've let down. Beg well, to I them. would say this. Don't don't don't, don't beg to me. <laughs> I would say this if you shut up for a second. That you know, Kara, uh, <laughs> you know, you know the, the 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 two that have left were the most inexperienced in the competition. DJ had the yeah. most uh, experience and, you know, had a lot of trading background. The other two contestants had limited knowledge. They were both pretty newbies. And I would admit that my lack of guiding them is probably a, a contributing factor to why DJ is the only one left. So there okay, you go. And, and just, just roughly out of 10, how bad do you feel about that? Like if you, if you could score it out of 10, like how, how bad, how guilty do you feel? Are you losing uh, sleep? N- not not to that level. It is just a pa- <laughs> it is just a fun paper trading competition. Okay, this isn't uh, well, some people isn't like, you know this isn't like <laughs> they were inside a burning building and it was up to me. It's not like this was in the air tonight with Phil Collins and they were out there drowning and I didn't go rescue them. Okay, it's not that kind of level. But uh, you know, I I do feel guilty. Yes, I, I if, wish if I could have given the other two okay. a little more guidance, but. Uh, you know, Stocks to Trade Pro keeps me busy. Twice yesterday, I did four 
webinars. And I know it's a lame excuse, but, but, but it's the truth. So, hey, Bowen, before you, before you start feeling too guilty, how about we ask Stephen, when's the last time you checked in with your team? As I may be a terrible teacher, I will admit it, and I'll take some credibility in that. Uh, but other than that, I, I just want to take the opportunity of seeing the guys and seeing how they're doing. I'm interested to, to, to take this time and, and see what you've learned, what you haven't learned from your own experience and, and where you are now. So I would say just, just for the, for the sake of, of, of fairness, why don't we, uh, we'll alternate teams here. So why don't we go Jude, then DJ, then Liz, and that way we can kind of spread it across both teams. So Jude, why don't you give an update where you're at, kind of what you see for the future? You'd mentioned you have a, have an update for us. So, so fill us in on, on how your month is going and what you expect for the future. Okay. So I have been having, um, a bit of technical issues with my computer. Um, and also I didn't think I was going to make it this far. So I booked a trip to Mexico. So I'm going to be completely honest. This is probably my last podcast. Um, so next round will be Dini Dino and lovely Liz. Um, but November and December, um, I basically thought that I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And then come January, because we were under PDT, I realized that I suck at stopping out under PDT. Really suck. So it makes it. I mean, it's one of those things that I and and I know I'm supposed to let you go and I'm interrupting. No, that's okay. But it's like, man, it's just not to beat the dead horse, but I think that 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 is the biggest thing that drives me nuts about the PDTs. It forces people to make bad decisions because they're like, well, I don't want to stop out on this trade today because I'm going to have a loser and I'm going to burn a day trade, and that's what that's the biggest thing about it. That frustrates me. Exactly. I don't like holding overnight. And so I had three day trades a week. So um, I decided for January that my best option was to only enter into trades that I felt very confident were going to go my way. And you would think that that would be an obvious thing to do, but I like to chase the, the pretty sparkly runners in the morning and the high of day breaks without actually really looking into the past and daily charts. So for January, I started really drawing in my lines. Um, my focus was on red green moves in the morning. And I also do like the morning runners, but I had some very specific indications that I was um, looking at and I wouldn't trade unless those indicators were there. And so I did about 14 or 15 trades and two of them didn't go my way. And they were high of day break, midday, very high float, very high market cap. So now I know not to trade that. Um, So I actually went from being barely profitable to all of a sudden it became easy to be profitable because I was actually doing everything that I should have been doing for the last year. But it wow. just all started, it just all started clicking. It all, it all just started making sense. And it, and now it's like, it's easy to understand how to be profitable. I don't, so, I don't know what switched, but yeah. You know, uh, it's just, just, it's, it's so, so much of it. And this is something that, and I'll, I'll let you go, Stephen, but it's like, man, it's just so much of it's just, it's putting in the reps. You know, yeah, yeah, I think it's just experience, but go ahead, Stephen. No, no, it absolutely isn't. And my key strategy with you was just to be not to, not to be involved with your progress. I mean, that, that was my key strategy with you <laughs> to really, to really focus on not being involved. Um, Thanks. 
Because <laughs> I just really knew that if I give you some basic guidance in the first few weeks and then just literally stopped replying to your emails, you would grow on to become profitable and more profitable than I am. So, but I mean, the, so, then, the more- so, so basically, <laughs> your entire journey played out exactly how you exactly. how you planned. That's that's your. I, I I just thought this girl needs ignored, and it will, and my mentor and with her will be I, successful. Yeah. And, and then by letting her leave the nest, that was all part of your strategy, right? And honestly, those emails where she said, "I really don't get it. I really need your help." Can you just answer this question? I just thought, ignore, ignore, ignore. And- I do very well. I do very well with anger. Very well with anger. In fact, in fact, last podcast, when Tim got all cranky with me because I said I didn't like waking up early, something actually shifted in that moment. The next morning, I was like, yeah, he's right, man. I can do this. I got up, did a red green move with MBOT. It was like my best trade. And that, and that, yeah, you're right. Success begets success. You're you start right. out with little victories, man. You get up early, you make the bed, you work out, and then it <laughs> multiplies through the day. And all of a sudden, you have your yeah. best train. But there's like, I find sometimes there's just a mental Or you'd be shift. like Steven and stay up till 4 a.m. drinking. You know, that's also a path to success. But the, in this game of, in this game, I find that sometimes there's just a mental shift where something all of a sudden it is a mental it shift. It is a mental shift and that completely shifted for me. Another thing is that instead of um, having my eye on just one thing or actually, you know, how was it? My eye was on this, a small amount, but my focus was everywhere. And what I did is I, I changed my focus to being a small amount, but my eyes were everywhere, if that makes sense. So what I did is in the morning is front sight focus, baby. Front I didn't, I didn't turn on my monitors. I had one or two stocks that I had lined up from the previous day ready. And I knew exactly where my entrance was and not always where my exit was. Cause if there wasn't any uh, major overhead resistance, then that's, you know, I'd let, like to let that run. But everything was very specific, very focused, and and those were the plays that I made, and those were the ones that I consistently won on. And that I mean, that to the listener, you know, if you're a newer or, or growing trader, that I mean, mic drop by Jude right there. I mean, boom, that, that focus. And 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 if you're new, you're not gonna know what to focus, you know, you're going to be, but, but that, that is a huge goal to get to that point where at least, you know, that, okay, this is what I'm looking for. You might still screw up and you might still let losses run and you still might venture outside of that, but that, that is a great intermediary goal to get to that point where you're like, this is what I'm looking for. And I'm going to keep looking hopefully until I find it. I'm not going to trade until I do find it. Yeah, just just one final thing to add before we move on. And I, I'm super proud that uh, Jude has found success and become profitable through this. And it's through the classic route that most people do get profitable. They focus on one pattern, whether it's buying the red to greens, buying the multi-day breakouts, buying the gappers that are up for no reason, buying the, sorry, shorten the gappers that are up for no reason, or shorten stocks that are up three days and they're going to fail on the fourth into resistance uh, if they gap down. There's a lot of different patterns you can play. Jude's focused on one. And then she's looked at like the six different indicators, like what's the float, what's the volume, what's the news, what's the sector. And she's slowly, 
which is, well, you've slowly kind of limited or yeah, yeah, yeah. you've yeah. limited what works and what doesn't on that specific pattern and found success, right? Yes, correct. All that's the case. Where are you at in terms of money? I, I can't even, I haven't been able to play. Just, oh, at all? Recently, but you are in profit though. So you can buy Liz's earrings off her if you wanted. I totally could. <laughs> but would you want to? But would you want to though? Would you want to? Not that I'm I, encouraging bitch fighting. I wouldn't take it. <laughs> I wouldn't take it. <laughs> she looks lovely. Lovely Liz. Yeah. Each to their own. Uh, All right. Well, well, again, Jude, you know, I, I would like to thank you for for participating. Um, and and you know that to me, if, 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 what you just said, I mean, that is that knowledge. That is something that that I think that I mean could could help you through your trading career forever. So I think that is value. And 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 yeah, even if you know Stephen and I weren't the best coaches in this competition, if you take that away that you found out on your own, I think there's value there and. I hope you have fun in Mexico. So don't don't, don't get don't get beheaded by a cartel. So. And I'll try not to. And I I just want to add one thing is that um, I am in stocks to trade pro, and what I realized in these last um, it's just like over three months is that I really had all the information um, from what I learned from you, Tim. Um, it was just a matter of really applying it and being in this challenge. Yeah forced me to apply it and even more so being under PDT and as much as I hated it it forced me to really limit my focus which then had me realize how to be profitable nice awesome perfect so thank yeah, you it's been great I, I just have to add to that as well I've said to Tim Bourne a couple of times like once you've got two or three years of experience I'm like Tim you're given these members absolutely every single key to what they need to be profitable yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, but it just takes time to get it, and it just takes time to click, and then people are constantly go the wrong directions on their own, because uh, it's almost like they don't believe that the answer is that simple, but it's right in front of their eyes. It's it's such a weird thing. It it is. I I you know it's it's again it's like a lot of a lot of skills. I mean it's or or even like sports. I mean think about like think about like basketball. I mean it's like Michael Jordan's doing the same thing we're doing when we're playing pickup basketball but he just executes so much better. You know, it's like we're playing the same sport. We're dribbling, we're shooting, but there's just that difference between that razor sharp execution and me and you screwing around in the backyard playing basketball. Can I add something again? Sorry. I get, I just, I feel like I've learned so much in this, in this last month. Um, Another thing that I realized it's really all about forming habits and Stephen, that's what you were saying is that it takes time. And I just want to say, like, thank God for Huddy. And I know he's going to be coming on because it was his podcast when he he was like two years into it and he just didn't give up. And I realized that as long as you don't give up, eventually the habits are going to form and eventually the, the neural connections will form and you'll start seeing the things you need to see. see. And um yeah, but as a, yeah. as a, I've, I've said this a million times, you know, as a new trader, your, your, num- your, your goal, I mean, yeah, we all want to make a million bucks, but as a new trader, your number one goal is to stay in the game. You know, it's like, yeah. if you blow up one weekend, one month in, six months in, you're done. I mean, you just got to stay in the game and, and 
just like Huddy. I mean, I mean, if you're, if you're not familiar, I'm sure the, they'll link it below, but you know, Huddy crushing it right now. We did a podcast with him and, uh, you know, he started out with $25 in his account, but he, you know, was still there two years later because he never, you know, he never left the game. And shout out to Huddy. He's, he's one of my favorite traders to follow on Twitter because when he posts his chart, he posts his entries, his exits, and his reasons. And it's, it's actually one of the most informational traders you could follow on Twitter. Yep. Yep. So we'll I, make I, sure... I follow Huddy all the time and, and read his stuff. It's great. Yeah. Well, and, and we are going to have him back on the podcast and we'll make sure to link his Twitter below. So, so Jude, thanks again. Um, speaking of, since, since you, you ch- chimed in there, DJ, why don't you kind of let us know where you're at and, and, uh, you know, you can, you can talk about how your month's going. You can talk about how you're going to destroy Liz in the last round of this competition. It, it, it will be a massacre of, of biblical proportions. Locusts, fire, brimstone. <laughs> uh, so this is the, uh, you know, it's been a good month. Uh, pretty much since, since the conference, like I've, I've really kind of studied in on, uh, a couple patterns that have really been working good for me. And one, is the overextended gap down, which I talked about a couple times ago. And the other one is, is shorting into those, those volume blocks where, uh, a previous resistance that had enough volume that the day's volume isn't even close to it. And, uh, those have been working out really well for me. Um, and just real quick and, and just so that they were the, the producer and the team, you, you put all, all this on YouTube, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, so so right. um, give your YouTube channel, and then that way we make sure it's it's linked below as well. So. Yeah, so every day I post I post my trades. It's YouTube.com backslash DJ Dini. That's DJ D I N I. Perfect. And uh, you know I, I do a daily recap of what I've been doing. And so as the listener, if you're wondering, okay, what's he mean by these setups? Without spending too much time, you can go to his YouTube channel, and he breaks it all down. I mean, there's probably probably like 70, 80 videos there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not exactly the most exciting person to listen to, but you know, I, I give you everything I got. You're not, you're not scratching and laying down the beats during these videos or what? <laughs> I, I save that for, for when I'm cutting up uh, videos of you guys. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a remix of uh Steven's sauna song at some point. A sauna song? What sauna song did I? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tim, whenever I spoke about this, how's your sauna? Do you, know, do you know when you're sweating in the sauna, does it ever remind you of when you were a bad trader and you didn't cut the loss on a short? <laughs> That's a good, I should think about that because those were the dark days. I remember those Feel days. The pain. 2013, 2014, 2015. Those were the dark days when, when, you know, you, you would, you would just well, get squeezed, squeezed and basically your only hope was close your eyes and keep adding. And, and that works I'm, for a I'm, while. I'm still doing it. It works till it doesn't. I'm still doing it. I'm still following that strategy. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, no, but, but what DJ is saying though, DJ's strategy of, of shortening into those, uh, daily resistance blocks. Uh, I heard him saying shorten, shorten just basically whatever's overextended. Yeah, it works, works. It's a tough thing is getting the borrows, um, in the borrow phase. And I, I know Tim, I saw Tim Sykes tweet like borrow phase are extortionist right now and they are i don't how, how you deal well right now you're paper trading but right. do you know how you may amend that strategy for when you step into real money i don't know i mean we'll have to see how it goes uh pick my, <laughs> yes. pick my broker carefully i guess yeah that is one and just just as the listener um you know keep in mind it would just be 
a, you know, for, and this is a fun competition. Obviously we're giving away some prizes, but, uh, if you are a new trader and you're in love with this shorting idea, <clears throat> do your research because yeah, the, the brokers see, and I talk about, you know, the golden days of short selling kind of 2007 to that 2012 window stocks were still hard to borrow, but the brokers hadn't figured out that these borrow fees were a huge profit center last couple of years. They're like, Hey, we'll let you borrow anything, but we're going to stick it to you. So in the paper trading competition, there are no locate fees. There are no borrow fees. Now it would just be a nightmare to do the accounting on that for a fun competition. Yeah. But as if you're learning this and you're looking at these strategies, especially these low price, low float stocks, remember you want to short Apple, you're most likely you're not going to, you know, higher float stocks. You won't pay a borrow fee. You won't pay a locate fee. So just do your research, check your bro shop for your broker hard, but just remember that you may be paying three, five, 10 cents a share on some of these really hard to borrow stocks. And that's going to eat into your profit. And one, one of the things I've been trying to work on uh, this month is uh, the pattern. Uh, I, I love to do the overextended gap down, but when it, when it gaps down, if I get that double bottom in the morning and then we get to one of Tim's red green patterns, I've been, I've been really working on trying to switch from once, once I'm short and I cover and I see it start to approach VWAP to then switch and go long on it. So that's, that's what I've really been focusing. You, you know, if, uh, I joke about my personal Twitter. It's a, just a bunch of incoherent rambling, but I mean, you know, I'll talk about it. I mean, my, on there, you know, my, one of my favorite setups is the, is the everybody thinks it's a perfect short and that thing goes yeah. red to green. That thing reclaims VWAC and oh baby, we're off to the races, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And the other, the other key elements are the, if, if the volume's there, if the volume's a bit more than it should be and the float's a little lower than it should be, and it's a bit more of a junky company than it should be, then, uh, yeah, these, these three recipes bake a fantastic orange and lemonade chocolate cake. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, just trying to make orange sure I don't get my, my face lemonade off. chocolate cake. Where, where are you from? America? You don't have this shit in England. You eat orange and lemon chocolate cake. Sometimes. <laughs> no, anyway, DJ, we're, so we're recording Wait, on the Wait, day yes. before Valentine's Day. As you can see, is how elegant, elegant Liz looks. She's prepared for Valentine's Day. Where, where are you sitting on the thirteenth of February, DJ? All right. So today was actually my biggest day of the month. This morning, nice. Uh, I caught DBD. With a nice short right at the beginning of the day. Now it's it's actually gone red. Back at the highs. Yeah. So uh, today was a seven thousand dollar day for me. Wow. My total in the contest right now for the month of February, I am at thirty six thousand in profit. Wow. You are killing it. I am jealous. Good. Um, Googly moogly in the wise wise words of Joey. Jude, what you at? I've been having technical issues, so I haven't been trading. I can't trade You're right now. Like 20, so what's your balance right now? I'm, I haven't been able to trade all, all month. Okay, so Liz, all you needed to do was not lose. <clears throat> How are you doing? I'm doing All you needed to do was not lose, Liz. All you needed to do was not lose. How, how are you doing? That, that sounds like your mom talking to you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm how, how are you doing? Well. Um, really? I really love scalping. 
I really Oh, no, it. you're not back at that. Oh, There's God. There's something very meditative <clears throat> about it. I'm realizing that this whole stock journey is like a video game, but every level that I get to, it gets increasingly harder. So now my awareness is on, like, level three. It's called SEC Filings. What the hell is that? <laughs> so it's like I'm I'm understanding like intraday <laughs> resistance support, but there's this other level that I don't understand at all. So so I'm like learning and stuff, but with scalping, it's a breeze. It's a breeze. <laughs> no, but I mean, you just need to look at SEC filings the right way. Um, I like to call them so extra cool filings because <laughs> that just that just makes us think about them more positively. And uh, really all you're looking for though is like how much money does the company have, which is like in bold at the bottom of the first page or whatever. How much money do they have? How much thing, how much expenses do they have going out? And really do they have any, do they have a history of looking for any offerings? Like are they trying to sell stock at a, at a bad price to, to make money? Uh, that's, that's an overview that you'll just go over your head, I think, probably. Like, what yeah. I really like is a stock that moves between a certain range really slowly and just bounces. And then I just work within that range. And I think with enough volume and enough money, it's a possible strategy. It would come with a lot of risk, but you have to, like, cut it immediately. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if the scalping strategy too well, but from experience of people that I've spoke to in the real world who've got quite a lot of money. It, it's it's one of the strategies, it's the same as adding to shorts. It's meant to be a strategy that works until it doesn't. So you'll you'll make lots of like many profits. Uh, but then what you'll get like one big unexpected drop when you're longer you'll get one big expected push when you're short. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unless you've got a super, super good broker uh, you might not get the best fills and things like slippage can cost you, things like commissions can cost you. And it doesn't ultimately become too much of a great strategy. Don't get us wrong. I'm sure there are profitable scalpers out there. Um, but, but you've got, I think you've got to have an, more of an awareness of like the long term chart, the daily chart, the SEC filings of a company to, to really have a better idea of where the stock's moving on the long term to scalp it on the way up or scalp it on the way down. Like I know who's that really kind of good scalper, Mada's money. Mada's money, like he's a good scalper, but he's like he's got he's got like hotkeys, he's got a history of doing it, he's really mapped out all of the longer the daily resistance levels, and he kind of knows where the stock's going. He's got his own formula and strategy. He's not just playing a bounce. He's got like a big theory and picture worked out in his head and then he's reacting really quickly yeah i think you know i think it can now i have i i only know i only know of a few a very small number of 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 long-term successful scalpers um i i think it's just one of those things where there i mean you have to have like just ridiculous bulletproof discipline because if you're taking five ten cent five ten cent gains once you take a big loss, it's like it erases a month worth of gains. So if you can be, you know, assassin like in your discipline, then, you know, if you're the Jacko Willink of trading, I think you can make it work. But I don't know how many people that can do that over time is all. And, and just, to, just to add, I remember the start of last year. I remember Mada's money. <clears throat> he lost discipline a little bit, being anxious to start the year well, and he was down two hundred grand. Oh, really? Two hundred grand in the first few months, and then he spent the whole year making it back. And he ended up up a couple of hundred grand on the end of the year. But like, can you afford 
And can you afford for that to happen? And can you take not that only risk? financially, but but emotionally? You know, I mean, yeah. I mean I, that that's a, you know you you, you know well again, done to him. Well done to him for getting that, back. That's what I'm saying. Jesus Christ, tons yeah. of respect. Because I mean, you got to now spend eight months getting back to where you were in February. Man, <laughs> respect for that. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, he created the no blow up challenge because he was literally mm-hmm. blown up. Mm-hmm. Where are you sitting with this with this strategy? Scotland strategy. But like, um, I also learned that you have to like stock <laughs> stocks um, because stock stocks. Yeah, because they they just do something later on. You know how there's like you see the first breakout, then it ramps and then it pulls back. Like you know, kind of understanding what's going to happen next and then watching it over a few day or a few month period. Um, that was really enlightening to me too. Like I've been watch- watching um, SHLDQ. I remember buying it from 39 cents to 41 cents and now it's um, in t- the $2, 220 range. I have so much impatience and that's why I think scalping works for me. I just want to be in there for a minute off of support, you know, and just cut uh-huh. it wrong. Like that fits my personality. That's what I learned about myself. No, but I mean, if it works, then I would definitely say try it in the real world with a small budget and then see if it, see if it does work for you. And, and everyone has their own strategy. And, and with respect to uh, missing moves and not following stocks or wanting to stalk stocks, just go on stocks to trade and set the alerts. You'll get a beep mm-hmm. when it hits a certain level and you can do it for 100 stocks. And then you don't have to watch them. You'll say, oh, wow, it, 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 it got back to where I didn't think it would go. And now it's a perfect buy. Tim Bowen did this for years, part-time making money. Yeah. yeah Running yeah, a business. Yeah. I mean, especially when I, w- I would set, I mean, every day I'd set pff, 10 alerts every morning. It got a little monotonous. It's funny. I still have alerts. I haven't used Thinkorswim in like five years. And I'll still occasionally get a text message from some alert I set like six, six, seven, eight years ago. <laughs> I'm super excited. I mean, I, I don't know DJ as well because uh, he hasn't been on my team, which shouldn't make a difference because I don't know any of them very well. But in the early days, uh, in the earlier days uh, before I took a break off, um, not, not, not much has changed from talking now and talking then. Jude, obviously, she was trying to find a strategy and now she has found a strategy and she's just fine tuning it which is a brilliant brilliant uh, place to be and i'm i'm super pleased for her and liz won't leave scalping <laughs> um so i say if you're that if you're that enthusiastic about it then just try it in the real world and just try and see if you can find some success over a long period i mean we've all done it like i've moved from penny stocks to higher stocks and then after a couple of months i've been like oh these higher stocks the, the, not what I thought they were going to be, but I've still tried it. Like, there's no, you're not going to lose anything by trying, apart from money. You're, but, you're the king of experiment. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. I, but Jack of all we'll, we'll, we'll save that for steady trade after dark. But you're, you're not afraid to experiment. I'll give you that much. Hey no, guys, no, I'm about can, to, I, can I say something? I'm going to pretend I'm Tim Bowen and interrupt. Because I love you, Tim. I want to be. I want to be you when I grow up. Eighty-five episodes, and I've never. You want to. You want to be. You want to be a mom when you grow up. I want to be Tim when I grow up. Um. So I, a couple of days, I was bored, and I actually tried scalping. Um. My first day, I was up a thousand dollars, 
and it was addictive like a video game and the next day I was like oh I'll try this again and you know make a hundred make a hundred and then I went into chat on STT Pro and I saw them talking about certain stocks that moved and I I went back and I looked I'm like whoa look what I just missed and then I looked at the intraday chart on the chart I was scalping was ACB and um, I realized that I missed the big I missed the moves because I had no idea what the intraday support and resistance was like I literally had no idea I had no idea what was going on I had no idea what was going on with that that stock I had no idea what was going on in the market all I was doing was buying the dips selling the spikes buying the dips and it was like it was like playing a video game just like Liz said it was really easy and I I actually I shut my computer off because I realized that I was going to start to form a habit for me that wasn't good. I didn't want to. I promised, made a promise to myself that I wouldn't do anything in this contest that I wouldn't do outside of the contest. So I actually shut my computer down for the rest of the day and walked away because there was a bit of a an addictive component to it because you just can make money really easily. But it's not something I would do with my real money. I just have some empirical evidence that this strategy works. For example, what did Tim buy today? He bought, what the hell was it? It was something that starts with a B, like B. Sykes was, it was BCCI. It was, yeah, it was like 0.033. When did he exit? 0.044. Come on, people. And and he oh, was something else. To be fair, 0.33 to 0.44 is 25% gain. Yeah, that's a 25, 30% gain. All right, chill. <laughs> that I is not stopping. The only thing really <laughs> that's important is, is that, is this something that you could do outside of the paper trade and be I don't know yet, but I discovered it here. Oh, so I thought you'd been doing this the whole like, time. Okay. This, is, this was yeah. not my advice. Ah. Piecing it together with what I'm learning. Maybe if you um, checked in with her more often, Stephen, yeah. she'd be able to apply your advice. Um, uh, honestly, if you, if you want to know my true advice, I've been given, uh, before I took a hiatus, I've been consistently given advice to stop doing this. And it has been repeatedly ignored. Repeatedly. I'm really stubborn. I learn best um, experiencing something. So I I take in what. So where are you at, Liz? Said. Where are you, you at? You at fifty million with this yeah. two cent a share strategy? No, no. I am yeah. at two hundred, two hundred and fifty. What? Thousand dollars. <laughs> what the hell? This competition oh. is over. I am winning. Wow. I am. Right. Well, well, we got new rules for March. So what's give me give me like an example of a trade before we wrap up here? Like like what what did like you do H, yesterday? Like HSGX, right? My favorite. I bought it with um with a hundred with one million eight hundred thousand shares. Buy it at the ask and then sell it right away at the bot at the the bid. Well, yeah, but how yeah. many shares is the thing trading today? That's the thing that yeah because you can't trade more than the you can't be you can't trade ninety nine percent of the volume you wouldn't be able to get in and out it's true but it's working <laughs> and remember remember when you said that stocks to trade, wait remember when you said stocks to trade only executes your order based on the volume yeah, you're, you're creating you're, you're you're creating artificial i mean i mean yeah, that only works in paper trading you can't do that that's because, what this competition yeah. is <laughs> i i think that um no one should win 
<laughs> I'm going to be in Mexico drinking tequila when all this goes down. I think I made a good choice for that one. All right. So what we're going to do is, we'll is, is it's up to you, Liz. We will, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, we're going to have different rules for March. And, and if you choose to resign from the competition, I guess that's your, 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 no, I'm not your resigning. Choice. I'm just saying so, I'm going to lose. Um, no, you're not. How do you know? How do you know okay, you're going to lose? DJ could blow up his account day one. You don't know no, that. He's, he's got 20 years experience. He's not blowing up anything. I know guys that have blown up 20 years in. Bill, nope. Bill, look, look at Bill Ackman, billionaire hedge fund guy. He blew up a couple years ago because he tried shorten HLF, tried shorten VRX. He blew up a billion dollar hedge fund guy with 30 years of experience. Anybody can blow up. This guy's careful. So anyway, in summary. I would like to thank everyone. It's been an interesting evolution over the last few months. Um, I hope, you know, again, especially with Jude choosing to resign because, you know, she had some issues as well as her vacation. I hope you stay, Liz. I hope I'd like to see your cat again. It's a beautiful cat. Um, and, but we will have some updated rules for March and, and I would love to see you around. Um, and, and obviously DJ's making it on to the next round on my team. And um, Liz versus DJ. Wow, what yes, a final! Yes, and I would also again, since Jude, you since you're the one leaving, I'd like to leave on this. Um, to the listener, go back and listen to what Jude said. I mean, I mean, I'm sure the many of you are, you know, new traders. That's why you're listening. And uh, she dropped some science. Uh, I really, you know, that that idea, the stick tooitiveness, the looking for her specific setup, the idea that it took some time to click. So I think we, you know, we had some fun as well as we dropped some knowledge and we look forward to seeing you in March. I hope you stick around, Liz, you and the cat. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll let you have the final, the final thing, Jude. Uh, but it was, it was a pleasure to teach you during the early stages when we did. And uh, while you may feel that you're not winning the competition, Ultimately, you might have be the biggest winner in the fact that you've had the most development over the course of your time. I am so proud of myself and I'm so happy because I am at the place where I think new traders want to be. And I feel like at this point, it can only go up and I can just keep focusing on, on what I know, keep working on those neural connections, forming good habits and um, being profitable. So thank you I hope guys. To see you again. I hope to see you in real life again. I hope we'll meet again. Yeah, I'm sure we will. We'll have another oh. drink together. With two or three. Or Hi, this is Nathan from San Jose, California. I like to drive into work while listening to Stephen and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast until I fired my boss and made myself my own. You too can register to win real actual prizes at their website, SteadyTrade.com, and make Steady Trading a real-time gig. If you really like what you hear, Give the podcast a five-star rating. Write a glowing review on iTunes. I did. And this is how we say goodbye in the Silicon Valley. See you next time.